Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it weird. You made it weird. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird. You made it weird. Yes, you did. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird with Pete Holmes. What's happening, weirdos? 200 episodes. Oh, my goodness. This is this is incredible. Uh, and what there couldn't be a better way to celebrate the 200th episode than me recording this intro in the back of a cab. That's weird. And uh, to go back to Austin, back to South by Southwest, and do just another incredible live You Made It Weird in the city. We did our first live You Made It Weird ever. Just incredible. No sponsor. We are going to get to it very, very quickly here. I do just want to say as sincerely as I can from the back of a cab that I I'm so incredibly moved with with, uh, with what this podcast has done for me personally uh, to have this relationship with you guys, with all the weirdos. Uh, it really is remarkable from touring around to the support you guys have uh, had for the TV show and for this podcast and pretty much anything that we've been putting out there is, is just something I can't even really put into words other than thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so, so much, so, so sincerely for all your support and love and uh, everything that you guys give into this show. The comments, the emails, the Facebook, everything, you guys are a part of this and you're informing it and I I hope to keep making a show that you guys enjoy listening to, uh, as silly as this sounds, as much as I enjoy making it. I really do love doing this show. We're obviously going to keep doing the show. And I'm so happy that that's been working out even with the TV thing happening. If you'd like to come to a TV taping, PeteHolmes.com slash tickets, PeteHolmes.com for anything you want to know about the show. But in the meantime, enjoy this podcast. Thank you for 200. Let's do 200 more. I'm so stoked. And now I think the driver's going to listen to the podcast. It's going to be amazing. All right. Get into it. Thank you. Yeah. Hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. How's it going? Nice to see you. Thank you. Yeah, that's great. That feels lovely. It's so weird. I was just standing right there, and then I walked out here. Completely different thing. Now it's a show. Right? <laughs> now, what is, is that, it's like playful sarcasm. Like, you're nuts. Uh, and now you're on the show. That's intense. What's your name, Jill? <laughs> she said that with all the knowing. Do you know that's my ex-wife's name? Nope. It's my ex-wife's name. Could you leave? Uh, what's your name? Two Rebecca's. Could all the uh, Rebecca's applaud just so I know where you are? You're a man. You're both men. Two men applauded. And you guys are friends, IRL. I don't like that. That's creepy. And you kind of look similar. And this is just the person you hang out with to point out that you're both named Rebecca. What's your name? We're doing something different here at uh, South by Southwest. Just how quickly can you tie yourself to my ex-wife's name? That's all we're going to do for an hour. Uh, This is going to be a great show. We've got some great guests. This is actually where we did our first uh, live podcast ever uh, here at South by, I think, a couple years ago. Was anyone here? Yeah. Rebecca. Were you here? No. But you were in Texas. Okay. 
Do you remember what you were doing? <laughs> Studying? What did you study, Rebecca? Advertising. Advertising? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Your parents didn't think so? No. What did they want you to do? Did it work out? It really well. Yeah? yeah? All right. What does that mean? <laughs> it means you're working? You're here? I'm, yeah, I'm here. Okay. Tell me what the big life looks like. Watching people... Yes. Tell me about it. <laughs> no, I know, the, I know the truth. That's right. Uh, well, we have a great show, and I'm glad you guys are back for another uh, South by Southwest. South by Southwest. Uh, and our first guest actually has to go uh, somewhat early, so we're going to get him out immediately. Are you guys ready to get started? Yeah. This guy, this first guest is one of my absolute favorite people in the world. He's also, I think, one of the funniest people uh, alive for sure. Uh, you might have seen him on my show. He's also uh, on that new HBO show, Silicon Valley. Please welcome Thomas Middleditch, everybody. Thomas Middleditch! <laughs> Tips only. Tips only? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, have a seat, Thomas. Okay, uh, grab yeah, you grab a microphone. Yeah, grabbing microphones. It's... <laughs> <laughs> you look so much like Seth Meyers to me. Oh, hush. You do. Join the club and join it. But I saw him... I saw him a couple nights ago. And he was like, man, I look like Thomas Middleton. <laughs> he said, I'm never going to get a light show. We did discuss how you guys look the same. Did he, did he like it? He brought it up. What? Up? I thought I was right. But we brought it up because you're, the funny, you're like the funniest guy I know. Oh. Certainly one of them. Well... Who saw Thomas in the X-Men videos? We did some X-Men videos. Yeah, we did some X-Men videos. I was Gambit, uh, and then the Neat Crawler. It was fun. Wait, who? Neat Crawler. Neat Crawler? Nachtencrawler. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and we've, we've spent a lot of time sitting across from each other uh, laughing. Laughing, giggling. Muchos. Muchos. The, yeah, muchos. In the olden times in, the, in New York City, in, your, in that office area, we'd just sort of like sit and like recline on chairs and be like, <laughs> like giggling like insane Humpty Dumpties, like, <laughs> what fun. I remember when we were doing, I think it was uh, Gambit. Yes. And the premise of the Gambit one was that Gambit sucks, he just has to throw stuff. Yeah. And you kept saying hmm. Yairo. Yes. Right? Well, yeah, there was a there was a good a good euro bit. It was gyro, <laughs> but then but then you were saying it like no, I, I pronounced it uh, euro or something. Well, none of us could say it. It was such a gas. Could we get you a worse microphone? Is I don't possible? know. What, what what if I change it? Nope. That's zero. <laughs> now that test. We're filming. Oh yeah. I'm always wary of things that you do that people could turn into internet things with dicks. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so the double microphone, and we're all like, yeah, digging. Now it's definitely going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Which is truly terrifying. Yeah. That, well, I don't know. I'm not really scared of it. If I'm, if I'm the internet guy with two dicks, <laughs> so be it. People will be like... That's a much nicer reaction for all the things that I say now, I think, when people can hear me. Oh, yeah. yeah. We should do the whole thing again. Yeah. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Tips only. 
Ah, it's great to see you. You look like <laughs> Seth Meyers. Yes. Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> uh, what fun. Uh, my producer, Nick, told me that you're getting your pilot's license. That, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. What, to... what are you doing? What am I doing? <laughs> Why do you want to do that? Well, it's been a dream of mine to fly. <laughs> Don't you see? <laughs> Don't you see what a dream it would be to be in this Sorry, in this before guy? we talk about pilot's license, Why, you just what? reminded me of Ty. You have oh. to do Ty. Live. Tyler, you want to Ty. do Ty? Ty. Well, you got, are you going to be the dad? Or I guess I'll be the dad. Okay. This okay. is something we just do for our own pleasure. Thomas plays a, a hyperactive boy. Yeah. And I'm his his dad, and you've locked me out of the yeah, house. Yeah. So just pretend like you've got. <laughs> pretend like you've got you've got a lot of like groceries, okay. and you like the sliding door won't work. <laughs> okay. Ty. Ty, unlock the door, buddy. Tyler? No, Tyler. That's great. Don't eat pizza. Stop eating a comically large slice of pizza, Ty. No. No. Scene. Now, we don't do that for any reason. But every time I see you, it's always like, it's a good doyoy bit. <laughs> a classic doyoy. Yeah. You also say pizza jammers a lot. Yeah, I say pizza jammers. Uh, I say baloney boy. <laughs> what are the other sort of the wacky things I say? I don't know. That's it. <laughs> Give me a context where you would say pizza jammers. Because um, I've heard you say it a lot. I think you, you can call someone a pizza jammer. Like he's a real pizza jammer. <laughs> I don't know why. Hey, do you want to go to the movies? Yeah, pizza jammers. Just meaning yes. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a. It, it, if a, if a, if a thing has no meaning, then it's up for you to decide. <laughs> drink absinthe and then disappear. <laughs> oh, what fun life is! Did you, did you say drink absinthe? Yeah. And then it makes you disappear? You haven't had absinthe before? <laughs> you haven't lived. There's an absinthe, absent joke to be made, but I can't think of it. I don't even know. Because you vanish and then you're absent. Oh. <laughs> I should have just made it. I mm. thought it was garbage. What a mind. What a mind, what a mind that Pete Holmes has. You are really freaking me out. <laughs> oh, oh, to take a bath in his mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to bathe in it. <laughs> oh, that is creepy. <laughs> yeah. Just like picture like a Simpsons-esque like zoom into Pete Holmes' head and I'm just like like in a bath in like a Russian spa. Like, <laughs> What's your nude policy in a sauna? Do you go for it? My new policy on nude, a sauna? Nude, your nude policy. Oh, nude? Yeah. 100% nude, no qualms, love it. Don't I, fuck with me, fella. Is that real? I go to nude spas in Los Angeles. <laughs> Just trolling. <laughs> Looking. No, there's a... I, uh, I frequent a, a Korean spa you, in Koreatown. You do not, and you I don't. do. And you let it all out. I do. You let the ding-a-ling ring? If you can't let the ding-a-ling ring <laughs> in uh, <laughs> a, a, a co- the company of old men, when can you let the ding-a-ling ring? Private time alone? See... Once I did that, once I got over it and started messing around nude with all those old Asian guys, I just feel so much better about it all. 
What do you mean? I just, it's just like you get over, you, you're like, I just, you have this epiphany of like, yeah, why can't I be nude? You know what I mean? And sometimes the other, because it's optional, like people can wear. Yep. I'm the only one that doesn't. Know, but, uh, <laughs> people can wear shorts. And there's always like a couple guys that are like, you know, like they just, they don't feel comfortable. And I'm like, oh, I pity them. I just want to rip it off. And say, everyone, look at it. Look at what they've got. Animals. <laughs> you're already kind of exotic because you're the one white guy in a Korean spa. Yeah. Don't you feel a lot of eyes, like, checking out? I feel like a majestic gem. <laughs> a pearl. You mean because you're, you're shimmering and brighter. <laughs> I'm shimmering and brighter. <laughs> a pearlish hue. Mm. We've really been tiptoeing around like a dick joke for yeah, a while. But I don't think anyone deserves it. Nope. None of you people deserve a dick joke, do you? No, you've been good, so you don't get one. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, by the way, ding-a-ling ring, that, that was a fun time. <laughs> we make it happen. We did. Time for stew. It's always time for stew. It's a. I like the last word to any song to just be it's uh, <laughs> nonsense. A weird I realized note. I felt like I was leading it too much so I was like I'm going to let Tommy take this one. Baby, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I won't. I'm into calling people baby and darling because I think it's just ridiculous. If I came in I was like Petey darling. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like ah, it's good to be back on the boards with you again. <laughs> It is such a shame that you're not like a flamboyant guy. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I wish you. Yeah, it's uh, such a shame. I'm such a. Uh, All the time, though. Yes. I'd uh, love to see you in velour suits. God. Calling people darling. I think a lot of people would. That's why they'll never get it. <laughs> Tell me about pizza jamming in the sky. Pizza jamming in the sky is. Uh, <laughs> no! It's uh, flying your airplane. Yeah, it's a flying. Uh, just flight lessons, man. I don't know, man. Uh, dude. Uh, a guy teaches me, he points to the dials and tells me what they do, and I go, okay. And then he gives me, like, five books that are all this thick, and I have to know them all. And then when I do, I will take to the skies <laughs> and fight the Germans. <laughs> defend, defend Britain forever. Isn't it surprising that they haven't figured out a more streamlined system for the airplane? I feel like... In the 70s, it was 5,000 switches and lights. Sure. And in 2014, it's still 5,000. Yes. They haven't consolidated any of them. Yes, it's just most of the switches are now like on a touch screen. So you're still flicking and switching. There's, a lot, there's too much flicking and switching up there. Well, you know, now they got all these autopilots on the big planes. They, they're piloted by computers, no joke. And that way, when the, <laughs> when the S hits the F... F. <laughs> who, how, how do they know when to fly it? It's about hours. Look, I read up on it... <laughs> I mean, I got so much moisture in my armpit areas. Are you sweating? Yeah. I, I, and I ran here, and this is a new shirt. It's tight on the pits. Tea on the peas? <laughs> it's tea on the peas. <laughs> Let's elevate the show and just call it tea on the peas. Yeah, it's a little tea on the peas. How could a shirt be tight on the pits? Because I never... got these broad shoulders. I'm a slim guy with wide shoulders. What do you want, a medal? <laughs> Get off my back. <laughs> Is it fun for everyone else, or are we just having a good time? <laughs> I just realized that it was like, 
It suddenly was a bubble of Petey and Tammy. I never want to leave the bubble, Thomas. <laughs> then you rock. You, you, I know you have to leave. That's fine. Where are you going? Back home? Yeah, back home. Back right. west. But we got you till 6.30. Yeah, man. I'd, I'd love you to pizza jam with our next guest. Yeah, you, let's pizza jam with all the Do you know guests. who it is? That's who it is. You want to bring him up? Yeah. Go ahead, Seth. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just mean it's a late nighty thing to do. Oh. Do, it, do an impression of Seth Meyers bringing up the next guest. Oh, no? I don't know how. Yeah, I thought you did it for your SNL audition. Oh, I did. Hey, this is me as Seth Meyers. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did. <laughs> I always figured if you'd call it out, it would have been okay, but Lorne Michaels says otherwise. <laughs> what are you going to do? Okay. Oh, well, I'll just have to settle for an HBO show. What the fuck? <laughs> Did you just hit Lorne Michaels with a squash racket? He's in the front row. <laughs> I can't wait to see the Pete Holmes show. <laughs> I can't you got wait. here early? <laughs> going to give it a try. Surely they're not making fun. Yeah, I'm untouchable. <laughs> Ooh, a big kebab. <laughs> that was a good one. Yes, Dan. I'm, uh, someone saying I'm untouchable <laughs> is so funny to me. It is true. Anyway, look, the bubble's the best seat you, in the house. You do, you do, you do. No, you do it. Sure. I want you to do it. But you do don't get, have to do, do it as you. No, no you, don't have, you can say what you know about them, but people, you can just say it. Ladies and gentlemen, first name Jim see this is why I should never be a host <laughs> second name Brewer give it up for Jim Brewer <laughs> thank you Jimmy B what's happening how are you dude good man what's up slugger <laughs> hey champ <laughs> Slugger Yeah That's your darling He's I, going around Calling people darlings <laughs> You're encouraging us Like a coach Yeah We like that a lot What Slugger You got this Nice So what's up Hammer Thank Not much Hammer <laughs> Let me tell you something This is completely different Than what happened to me yesterday Yesterday I did a, a podcast here And it was uh, T.J. Miller Yep Paul Provenza Yep And they were all Smoking pot on stage, weed and I was weed smoke. Yeah, what on the stage? Yeah, like I, I was. I'm like 46 with kids now. I had my day, but I'm sitting there like, are, are, are we gonna get in trouble for this? I, <laughs> and, and nobody did. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the situation with Austin, man. People, so yeah, this is. <laughs> I would. I feel like no one would do that on this show. No, I feel. A lot safer. We have or, milk cookies, that sort of thing. Yeah, deal. like I'm not going to get in any trouble. You look younger than when I last saw you. You because I was you, fatter last time. You oh, saw you, me. you shedding some lbs? Yeah, a little bit, not a lot, but I was definitely fatter. I was about 20 pounds heavier. And what did you do? Um, I took a bet. With, uh, uh, with, yeah, bunch of fatter men, white collar guys, were all in a pub on Wednesday night. Like we all got hot wives. We got to shape up. Like, I bet you a thousand dollars. No way. Well, that's the town we live in. We got some cash. I got a trampoline in the yard. I'm doing all right. <laughs> in ground, tramp? In ground? 
No, 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 no. Above, Above ground. ground. Just yeah, to yeah. let but him know his balls. got the fucking uh, walls on it. The little <laughs> no walls, no walls, champ. No oh, walls. No. <laughs> you bounce off, that's your deal. If, if you're ki- and, and, and that is true. You know how many people in my neighborhood are like, you're going to get sued unless you put your dick. I'm like, well, good, I'm not. Your kid ain't jumping on it, dummy. And <laughs> that lady had told me that. Her kid did go in there, bounced right off and off the tree. Like, I don't need animals like that. Your kid's going to be mangled by their 17 anyway. So You got to poke them out of a tree right. with a broom. Right. Ah. If anything, if anything, that's a, that's a false sense of security, those side things. No, yeah. You know, hey, no, no sides. You're going off. You're smacking a tree, dummy. Live life like a tramp with no sides. Live it fast with no tramp. Yeah, is that what nothing. your shirt says? Or is yeah, that but just- it's just free. That's all it is. <laughs> this is so not me. Me, he's like, no, take your time. <laughs> Let's have a Merlot. Everybody relax. <laughs> Merlot. Merlot or Malbec. Um, <laughs> Those are good comedy wines. The Malbec you don't hear as much. <laughs> That's right. People are all over Merlot. Merlot. Yeah. Well, I like a, a nice dry white, so. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. Give me a Chardonnay or a Riesling any day of the week. Riesling uh, sounds red, doesn't it? Yeah. (laughs) 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 Fuck you. That was so aggressive. Very. That's white wine. Yeah, that's what happens. It's white wine. Yeah, baby. I had a glass backstage. Of white. Of white. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm rocking and rolling, man. Yeah. You don't smoke. So, you don't smoke the reefer anymore. No, but I tell you, last night I was tempted. Why is that? Oh, because to, of the on stage. Well, T.J. Miller would start going into something, and then he he get in this deep philosophical thing, and crowds just eating up, and he was hilarious. Yeah. And I can go, I can go toe to toe with him, but he had that one extra level of philosophy that you could only get when you're high. Yeah. And I, I couldn't quite get him. I went, uh, mate, nah. No, because if I were to do it, the next day, whatever picture's taken, this is how it would have ended with me. It my wife and I'm like, hi, how is, how is South by Southwest? Good. Oh, great, because um, your daughter went to school, and they're all talking about how high you were on stage, and oh, how the half-bay guy's back. How exciting. <laughs> So you're pretty popular in school right now. And... Yeah, that's how that would end. Daddy, why were, you, were you doing drugs on stage? No, no, it was a joke. Yeah. yeah. It was an apple. Yeah. That's what it was. It was an apple. They smoked it out of an apple. Out of an apple. It makes you yeah. feel like you're not doing something that's bad. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. You're getting into it. So where, where are we? What are we doing? This is just a podcast. <laughs> no, I know the podcast, but where we start... Yeah, I don't know where we want. We were supposed to go straight and make a left, and I made a U-turn, and I'm... I don't, I don't know where I'm at. You mean, so oh, in, in the interview. Oh, yes. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> I literally was <laughs> <laughs> Where are we, Captain? I'm not quite sure, but keep talking along. Turn it up a level. <laughs> are the passengers safe? Yes, they are. They're all good. One's having white wine. Keep to you. <laughs> Ice <Iceberg! laughs> <laughs> Fucking perfect. I love it. Did you see the cause last night? No, but um, I would have loved to. No, yep. I was here watching them get high. It was the <laughs> same different. exact time. You were with yeah. TJ, and he's like, yeah, fractals, yeah! <laughs> ah! Ah! 
My impression of TJ is me louder. It's it was just, that. Yeah, my voice louder. It was that, but go slower. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's who was that. Yes, he's on. He, this guy's on SNL right now. He's <laughs> <laughs> in the past. Like he's going, that's how high he is. Uh, right. I love, love that. You weren't watching because you were watching TJ get stoned. Yes, but I would love to see Cosby because uh, he was a huge inspiration for me. Yeah, of course, me too. I love the Cosby. Did you ever get to like, talk with him? I've like, never. Have a conversation with no. him? No. You he, have? Yes. He, I, the re, since 2008, I started doing um, cleaner, all clean comedy. Yeah. Uh, a lot of that had to do with my family and kids and all that jazz. But I was also struggling because I am the, hey, you were the half-baked guy in SNL. And I was, right. I was kind of trying to appeal to that audience. And then out of nowhere, uh, they said, Cosby wants to come on and do your radio show. I'm like, what does he promote? Nothing. Well, what does he want? Well, he just wants to come on your show. I'm like, me? Me. The guy, he wants to do my... And I had a conversation with him, and he goes, oh, this is how he starts a conversation. He goes, yes, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. So he goes, good. He goes, I'm in San Diego. <laughs> and this young white boy, nine years old or so, comes up to me and recites one of my bits. And I thought to myself, the writing. So the reason I'm talking to you... And he went, he asked me, he said, I want you to read a chapter in my book, Cosbiology. He's giving you a reading lesson? Yeah, I have a reading lesson. So now I got homework. And I read the... he, He faxes it to me, and the chapter says, The day I quit show business. I went, oh my... Oh my God. Yeah. But... As the, as the chapter went on, it said how he, when he started, he tried to appeal to an audience that he wasn't. And not until he realized, this is what I really want to talk about, and don't fear that, then you will leave the show business. You will become yourself, and they will come to you. And yeah. I couldn't have heard that from a, a, a bigger influence. I really need to hear that at that time. And that, boom, I set up a tour university tour of all teenagers because I thought if I can overcome them, then the family's going to be easy. So Cosby yeah. was a huge personal influence. I it can't was, believe that. That's it amazing. Was weird. It was weird. And it, he, he would say something like this. He'd go, um, he comes on the show and he goes, you were a fat child, yes? <laughs> and I said, yeah, I was 82 pounds in kindergarten. 82 were you stupid? And I went, I went, uh, no, I was actually the king of my block. He goes, aha! So was Fat Albert. And they wanted, that's right, and he goes, they wanted him to be stupid. And I said, fat people aren't stupid. He will be the leader. And I've been struggling with people's opinions and how they want to pigeonhole us the rest of my life. And I will do it for the rest of my life as you will too. And I'm like, holy <laughs> And then he, he took out a sword and knighted you. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. And I offered him a Malbec. And we got... <laughs> Comedy one! <laughs> Comedy one! <laughs> and we're back. There's land there. <laughs> You're going to stick around. Stay for the show. Show's not done. Okay. But how about a round of applause for Jim Brewer? That's incredible. 
if you just move down one, yeah, yeah. And you want to bring out the next guy, it's, it's the one your thumb is on. Do you know how to say that last name? And, but Petey, Peter, Peter Holmes. Pete, I'm gonna, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta. How about a round of applause for Thomas Middleditch who has to go catch his plane? Pizza jammers. Pizza jammers. Bye, Tommy. Tomas. Nope. See you, buddy. Take care. Tomas. So funny. Such a funny dude. Uh, Please welcome the yeah. one and only Mr. Matt Brunger. There you go. Matt Brunger. Hey, Matty. Get in here. Get in here. Oh, thanks, man. Did you hear Jim's Cosby? Yeah, he's crying. It's That's so good. Amazing. That's amazing. And it's an it's old that. Cosby. No one yeah. does old Cosby. No. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's a little. It's kind of close to pr- Richard Pryor. Yes. Pryor. Something about the something about the woods. <laughs> <laughs> There's no racism in dogs. It's, I never saw you as an impressionist. That's amazing. And, and Cosby's just lower. You know, figuring <laughs> things out and, and the yeah. pudding and the stuff and, and read the book. That's a joke that hasn't died. And I mean that sincerely. You're it right. was funny in 1982 to go, pudding pop. Yeah. Still funny. Yeah. Pudding, right. pudding pop. And that, to, to me, the immortal classic, Rudy. Yep. Just come yeah, here. Just two notes. Yeah. Rudy. Rudy. Up down. Yeah. <laughs> Vocal lessons. Too. Or Theo. Theo. I'll take a Theo. Theo. Theo, you harsh your voice at the end. <laughs> Theo. It's like a bullet ricochet. Yeah. Theo. 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 <laughs> and I'll take a zippity dip dip dap any day. Puts me in a good mood. Zip, dip, 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 And if you throw in Kodak film, then I'm fine. I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> Forgot all about that. Kodak film. Kodak film. Man loves an endorsement. Mm. And, and when you're at that level, you can just go up to people and be like, funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's amazing. Anything. Anything. No. Papa. Yeah. I call you Papa Brunger, which yeah. when you did my, the regular podcast, the, mm-hmm. the sit down one-on-one, you told me you thought I was making an old joke. Oh, yeah. Well, no, Remember? I thought it was like a, like a subtle dig. And, Not you know, a subtle dig. Not comedians are. You give us a compliment and be like, funny set. Like, <laughs> funny how, though? You know, we can't take compliments. What's that supposed what to be? What are you saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's just because you got that pop image. Uh, that I like your energy. What is oh, that, Brew? No, it's, it was, ne- you know, never mind. <laughs> I was gonna jump in. Like, Wait, it was very, it's kind of old, and I still have that comedic like dude that's old and hacky. But I was like, "What do you mean funny? Funny how?" No, yeah, no, no, no. I had the same I, thought. I, I had the same thought. Softball, and I went. It's oh, good. Oh, it's old. You do such a good Pesci. Mm. When you were doing your neighbor with the trampoline, I heard the Pesci creeping in a little yeah. bit. I like that a lot. A little bit because mm-hmm. I yeah. was picturing Pesci and drag going. My kid, you're gonna sue my kid because he jumped on the trampoline. <laughs> He's jumping, big and bombing, bobbing, breaks his neck in the and, fucking tree. And you can fucking try me, and, fatso. And it's really close to my Chappelle, too. So you have, like, you have, hey, where you get your book? Hi, man. Well, that's a little. Hi, uh, man. Master trampoline. <laughs> it's too bad this isn't just audio. Because you could just do all, like, look who just walked in. <laughs> Dave Chappelle. Oh, man, he went bouncing, bouncing, Dave, you can't hit smoke. the tree. Damn. You can't smoke cigarettes up here, Dave. <laughs> I don't know why I'm just the random white guy. You can't. Just the host. I'm the Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. You kind of sound oh, like... Oh, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> no, 
that's his white voice. You, you're the bar- person he's doing when he does like, ah, oh, I don't understand uh, what you're saying. Well, well, nah, that's a little, it was you. That's a little lower. That's a little bit uh, nasally, a little nerdier. Uh, I love the one where he goes, zippity, uh, zippity doo yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. zippity doo da Yeah, zippity doo da Dave. <laughs> because he makes up lingo. Mm-hmm. Zip it up and zip, zip it out. Yeah. You do a great Chappelle. Every time I see Neil, Neil Brennan, I always, yeah. you have to do this too. I sometimes call him and I'll go, Neil. Neil. Satan 3. We're coming back. Neil, we're going back on the road, man. <laughs> we're going to light it up. And this time there ain't no goddamn communist central. <laughs> <laughs> so, Papa. Yes. I love you dearly. I love you. Look, we have, we have research. Yes. That's, wow. That's what happened. This said, but some of these, it says like here, years ago he was referred to as the East Coast Matt Bronger. Can I, can, I, can I talk about that? Yeah, please. There was a time in 2009, 2010, where we were still coming up. I you little, and I. I yeah. Friends. I had a little bit of heat on me. And someone <laughs> in the biz was like, oh, Pete Holmes, he's like the East Coast Matt Bronger. Which I was like, fuck yourself. And you said the same. <laughs> I this remember is TV, that. Sorry. I said No. And uh, no, because it's a disservice to both of us. We're just both enormous, friendly, goofy dudes. Our sets, our styles are completely different. Yes. And I only bring it up because there was a someone had told me that like here. Here's the thing I heard that like you were just like la- you were you were laughing at me and you were like I make so much more money than Matt Bronger. That's what I heard and I was like that doesn't sound like That's Pete. Not real. It was a horrible telephone game. I met Matt Dwyer casually. Doing? No, no, no. Listen, casually mentions he's like he's like. Oh, remember uh, that East Coast Matt Brown crap? I was like, yeah. And he's like, I remember I was talking to Pete, and I was like, oh, they call the East Coast Matt like you know needling you. Yeah. And you jokingly were like, I make so much more money than Matt Bronger. Oh no. And it was a laugh, and it went from person to person, and it was one of the weirdest things. Yes. It'd be like if I heard you had like a collection of children's clothes in a box somewhere. <laughs> You know what I mean? And like, oh, he's been killing and molesting. Which yeah. I know you don't do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's a, it's a happy note to start my thing out on. Good night! No, but I always want to bring that up because that phrase always drove me crazy, that East Coast. It's like, the no, no, because thing. we are, we're a type. Yes. Friendly goof. Yes. Friendly goof. Mm-hmm. Well, can I make you do a, will you do Hungry Man? For, for us? Really? I love it so much. Okay, uh, just, you could just do the song. You don't have to do the bit. Well, it, the bit is basically like... Uh, because I, this is my point. Friendly guy talking about something dark, but because you're so friendly, it, it's a dark bit. Yes. Still well, okay. I, I, I do the Cliff Notes, Cliff Notes version. Uh, or, or Cliff's Notes. Or Cliff Notes. However you say it. Barnes and uh, Nobles. Uh, Ron Cliff's Notes that he took. Um, <laughs> both Barnes and Nobles. Um, it's, uh, it basically... Is, I, I, I was, this, it came from... A, I was on stage, and I was like, well, I... I I, uh, I'm, a, I'm a single guy, and I eat a lot of... Uh, and I meant to say hungry man dinners, but I accidentally said lonely man dinners. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, that's what hungry man dinners are. And I was like, okay, what's the ad for lonely man brand uh, single man dinners? And uh, just a, just a, just a uh, uh, you know, um, a cabin in the woods with a guy by himself and a beard looking out the window of a vision of a future he'll never have with his children and wife playing in the snow. They're not really there. And then there's a faraway shot of the cabin and the theme song kicks in. No need to open the can. Grab yourself a lonely man. And then a faraway shot and a single gunshot. Lonely man. That's the act. And I will so love depressing. you forever for doing that. It's so depressing, yeah. But, 
I'm sorry to pin me to no, do it. I, I don't mind. love it so much. I don't mind, yeah. We cut to outside the cabin, yes, and I see the light. Yeah. Like the muscle, like, what? <laughs> One gunshot, and they stay on the cabin a long time. All you see is smoke coming out of the chimney from the dying fire. Did he shoot himself? Or the wall? What did he do? What did he do? Did he shoot the dinner? Yeah. <laughs> this is a sal- putting bullets in a Salisbury steak. Loneliness. It's real funny. What else do you want to see? Oh, man. Uh, I was oh, th- last night you blogged about how loud it was. Can I tell you? Yeah. Oh, I'm over at the Drisk. Mm-hmm. Drisco haunted. Keeping an eye out. Yeah. Are you there? Uh, no. Uh, I'm at the at the Hyatt. Because as long as it's right on the yeah, right in the, the, off the strip. It don't stop. Mm-mm. It no. don't stop. This bunch of people Damn. outside my window. I just kept her. Woo! 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 And I'm like, oh, it's a hundred people. It's six people that keep intermittently swing dancing, just spinning around each other. And like not just doing it, I was like, ah, ah, screaming at nothing. And I'm like, did they all just inhale a mason jar of cocaine? Like, why would we ever slow down? Jitterbugging. The weirdest thing. Where I wanted to be like, want to come downstairs in like a robe, like, shut up. Come out in front of my hotel, like, stop it. And I'm just like, look at how much fun they're having. It's the, the most people, wholesome it's activity, like, too. I'm, I'm 15 floors up. They're so loud. <laughs> Windows not open at all. And I'm just watching them like manic ants and every other ant that goes like, no. Everybody walks around them. Oh, my God. And they're, they keep chasing people like, you too. Like trying to get them to swing dance and whip each other around. <laughs> and at one point, my favorite moment, this guy's like, you know, dun, 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 like flipping her around. No music. There's no music at all. They're not playing anything. Nope. Flips around and does the old. It's one of my favorite things, uh, and it's horrible, but the, the swing dance mistake. Because, you know, you always see it at, you'd see it at weddings in like the late 90s when swingers came out. And I was just become of, of drinking age. And I'd someone be like, all right, I'm going to swing around. Let's try something tough. I'm going to throw you over my back. And it's like, and WWE, like through a table. Oh, no. Sylvia, wake up. Oh, no. You know, because they were like throwing women. And that's hard. And that man, he just whipped. (laughs) He whipped this woman around and she just, she went right into a door. Like, bow. But no, no, no. And I was like, ah. Like, I'm not like, ha, ha, great. I was like, no. But she was like, key. And there's a moment. And then she's like, came back right away. Cocaine, everybody. Just makes you strong. Makes your heart strong. (laughs) It's hard to get mad because it's a festival, right? I I had to switch rooms because my room was right on the street. Oh, no. But you can't get mad. You knew it was happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. And then, like, but I I do feel like an old person wanting them to shut up, but there's no more wholesome activity than just a bunch of young kids just swing dancing. No, no, no. Not young kids. Not young kids. Older than all of us. (laughs) (laughs) At least a couple of them. You could tell by the kind of jittery walk when they'd be like, I just did a weird spin. No, my hips are kind of weird. Okay. It was really weird. I mean, so I, think, I think a couple of the girls were, uh, were, young, were younger, were like, you know, 20s, 30s. But there were some 40-something dudes for sure. <laughs> that is incredible. Yeah. It's funny if they, if they knew, like, someone important was in there and they planned the whole thing out. Like, if they see us, 
<laughs> Maybe we'll get to play in a really cool room next year. Oh, oh there's on floor seventeen. Hey, Ron! Ron! Too loud! Dun, 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 dun. You're the dead dad guy. Dun, dun. I, the swing dancing scout is in that building. Yeah, what is that rat? My God! Wait a minute. <laughs> and then, and then, yes. Hold on. Wait. <laughs> no, no. Hold that drink, Sybil. <laughs> no time for a julep. <laughs> I'm a booking. Looks like looks like business is calling again. That's my thing. Fa- I you know we all go to auditions, and my favorite thing like I say to people is like I just want to break in it, which is the movie Breaking. Which uh, the sequels break into Electric Boogaloo? You didn't know. Uh, at the end of that movie, the whole thing: these break dancers are trying to get into a, a dance school. They're trying to break in like a Juilliard or something. And the guy's <laughs> like, "I don't want to see these." Like, judge is like, "I won't see those street dancers." And they're like, "Yeah, you will." And they come in. They're like pop locking and shit. And the guy's like, "No, get out. No, get." Wait a minute. Okay. Like he wins them over. They win him over. With it dancing. And so I always wanted to like burst an audition to be like, you're going to see me today. And just start acting. And they're like, wow. <laughs> so that's the ultimate rendition of that. The swing dancing crew that wins over Ron. As the, they're cleaning the up the headshots, right. putting them in a suitcase. They, and, if they, and who knows? They might have booked the room next to that person mm-hmm. as a setup to talk loud on the phone. Like, <laughs> I just found the future. They're right below. And then the guy's like, oh, my God. Yeah. We're dropping the ball. We got to beat the people. He he threw her right against the door and she kept dancing. (laughs) (laughs) Kept spinning, kept jitterbugging. I like to think that that person you were joking about, like the body slam, that woman dies. (laughs) You like to think that? Yes, because 20 minutes later, 20 years later, that's the man from Lonely Man Dinners. Oh, he had an avid, avid social life. Yeah, yeah. And he killed his only love by putting her through a table. Right. To the tune of Jump Jive. Yeah. Then you wail. Oh, he's wailing. Wailing. <laughs> Matt Bronger, everybody. You'll stay with us, yeah, too, I'm right? Yeah, I'm here. Matt Bronger. Matt, you want to bring up the next guest? Yes. It's the one below you. Ladies and gentlemen, the enchanting and hilarious Nicole Byer, everybody. Nicole Byer. Nicole Byer! Hi. Please join, join. How's it going? Pretty good. You do any swing dancing? No, I don't have rhythm. No rhythm? I know, I'm a bad black person. (laughs) I don't have rhythm. (laughs) I look like I could sing, but I can't. I mean, when you look at me, you're like, oh, she can sing. Cannot. Yeah. No. Yeah, I, 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 that's, that's a hard way to go through life. Yeah. People always being like, will you sing at my wedding? And you're like, and you're like no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm tone deaf. Are you really? Yes, it's bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also a little sick, but like to me, that sounded great. <laughs> and I know it wasn't. No, well, maybe everything. Mm, no need to open a can. Don't open that can. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was great. Was. I thought that was wonderful. Oh, thank you. you. You could do Lonely Woman. Oh, okay. Open up a Lonely Woman. Would I hang myself or shoot myself for a Lonely Woman? 
Um, no, no, I don't think the woman should. I think women are, 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 are stronger and have more fortitude. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's men that have that ego that's just like, I can't believe I'm alone. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most fucked up interpretation. I love that you went to it. I love that you went to it. Nicole, we've never met before. No, this is our first time. I like you. Oh. You seem so nice. I'm a nice person. I'm sorry I'm sweaty. It's okay. I'm a sweaty... I look like a sweaty guy, and I am a sweaty guy. You don't look sweaty. You do a little sweat above your lip. Sweat stash? Yes, yeah, a sweat stash. It would be fun to market like a tiny towel that's on the end of a razor. <laughs> yeah. So it can look like you're shaving off your sweat stash. But people would, they would catch on. You don't shave in public. (laughs) (laughs) They would catch on so fast. So to you, the purpose of a product like that would be so it doesn't look like you're wiping your thing. It's like, oh, I'm just shaving. Yes. Because it's embarrassing to wipe your brow. Someone needs to make one of those just to be out on 6th Street when it's packed and it, like a, a cop stops you and they're talking to you, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> just to see his reaction. <laughs> Is that just Coke you tapped under your nose? No, it's a little towel. <laughs> it's a small towel for my sweat stash. So where do you live? Do you live in New York? I live in L.A. Oh, you're in L.A.? Yeah, it's the worst. You don't like Los Angeles, California? No, I don't like driving. I don't like hiking. I don't like people who are happy. (laughs) There's too much sun. Everyone's just like, living. They flake out on you. They're like, sorry, I was at the beach. I saw a turtle. Can't come over. (laughs) And it it just, it doesn't, it literally doesn't make sense. Like that. (laughs) That was exaggerated. No one's ever called me and said that. I can't come over. I saw a turtle. Cancel the plans. He was as slow as you'd imagine. Yeah. That people do flake a lot. Yeah, I don't like that. I have friends that bail a lot. Are I, you a bailer? I've started to bail. Yeah. Because it's like you want me to drive to West Hollywood and there's no parking? <laughs> no. Yeah. That's why it's a nice it can be an isolated yeah. city. Sometimes I feel like we get in car accidents just to it's a just so you don't have to go hang out with people. Crash. From crash. <laughs> Why did I start quoting Crash? I was like, this will get them. This audience is going to flip when I talk about that movie from ten years ago. They liked it. Uh, so how are you, how's your South by Southwesters? Um, it's been a little overwhelming. Right? Yeah. Are we, can, how old are you? I'm, uh-oh. You don't uh, ask a girl that piece. No, I just don't remember. You ask... Um, <laughs> 20, 27. You really didn't remember? No, I had to remember the year, and then I was like, okay. I, somebody asked me how old I am. I'm, I'm about to turn 35 this month. Mm-hmm. And somebody asked me two days ago how old I was, and I just said 25. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's hard. But it wasn't even the lie. It was like my brain was like, nah, <laughs> throw them a number. <laughs> we can't be figuring out how old we no. are. And then in L.A., you just, like, days go past. You don't know what day it is. Years happen. You don't well, it's know because it's sunny are. all the time. Yeah. That, so there, it's, you lose your seasons and you lose any semblance uh-huh. of time passing. So you could be 25 in your brain. Just the days have gone past. You don't know. True enough. Mm-hmm. Also, time only exists because of planets. Sure. <laughs> I believe Space you. Camp. What's that? <laughs> you turn into a kid at Space Camp all of a sudden. The planets. I thought you said Space Jam, and I was like, uh-huh. Oh, Space Jam, too. Uh-huh. It was a Space Jam you guys were having there. I'll be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, Nicole, watched your video, which is a big viral hit, Be Blacker. Oh, yeah, 
yeah. Which is wonderful. Thank this you. This is something we were just talking about, auditions. There is that code when a casting agent wants a uh, black person. There's no code. They just say, can you be blacker? They say that? Yeah, or they're like, can you be a little bit more urban? Okay, that's, that's, yeah, a, that's bit like a, a little code. code. Okay. That's a bit of a code. I see where you're going. Uh-huh. Or, or uh, my friend Baron told me that they often say, more energy. Oh. Is, is code for like pump up the sass. That never occurred to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I guess, like just do it. You just do it. I just, they're just like, I don't know. I walk in and I like my questions. I was just like, how how black do you want this? Does she still <laughs> live in the hood, or is she trying to escape the Negroes? Which is it? Because <laughs> there's a difference. Escape. Yeah, you're gonna act just a little bit more uppity. <laughs> so you just a little bit like this, as opposed to this. Yeah, show me the range. Give me a one. Okay, um, well, one being she's, like, in the hood still. It's like, I do a lot of McDonald's voiceover, so it's just like, where my chick has selected? Like, a middle-friendly Negro is uh, a... I love that word. It's so good. (laughs) It's so close, but not really. (laughs) It's a classic. Right? I love it. It's a classic. It's a classic. <laughs> so sorry. I'm no, so it sorry. is. Classic. I love it. You can't say it's a classic. <laughs> I've never known my place my whole life. <laughs> can't start now. It is. It's a classic. Word. It's a classic. Well, it's a weird feeling. It's like a wet willy. Every time you say it, it's like I'm kind of like. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. It, I mean, do it up. It's you Negro. made it weird, man. Negro. <laughs> <laughs> I almost got confused. <laughs> Almost said the other one. <laughs> and then you would have just died. <laughs> no, I like that one. <laughs> we'll be right back. Uh, <laughs> uh, you don't have to do the range. I understand that. You, you turn it up, you turn it down. Mm-hmm. You really do McDonald's voiceovers? Yeah, I've got one running right now. It's a, a brunch <laughs> at McDonald's. And... <laughs> Because black people can't go to real brunch. Uh, (laughs) I just don't know what face to make this whole interview. I want to support you, and I'm here for you. I want to yes and, but if I'm like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, they can't go to brunch like me. I look like an asshole. I'm having the best time watching your face. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. This is great. I feel so alive. <laughs> so you do one for brunch. Yeah. And, they do uh, brunch? No. McDonald's? Absolutely not. But you, that's what the commercial is? the opening is? Uh, line is like, I'm so happy we went to brunch together. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was what the, like, it was funny because it was me and uh, three other women who sound just like me. And as soon as we started recording, they were like, oh, girl, yo, you got a McFlurry? <laughs> But my one line in it is, I want to raise a fry to y'all getting your own fries. And I say it just like that. Just like that. I'm just going to face this way. Uh-huh. Yep. That is nuts. Uh-huh. And it's weird, because, like, a white person could do it, and you would never know, because it's a radio spot. Right. So well, you, you would never know. Like Cleveland, uh, he's famously a white dude. Cleveland? Oh, that's nasty. Oh, oh is he? No, that's a white dude. Oh, it's see? me. <laughs> hey, Peter. That one. Uh, that fellow. Uh, yeah, that's really, really weird. Mm-hmm. 
I guess the, the, what would the white equivalent be if, like, if I went in and then I was like, "Yeehaw, give me some rice. Put him between my twofers and something like that." Can you white that up a little bit more? <laughs> Can you white that up? Oh yeah, yeah, no a little problem. Whiter. <laughs> oh! A little more energy. <laughs> Uh, that's lovely. Let's see what it, you want to see. What else we pre-interviewed? I didn't do it. We can talk about how I went home with a guy <laughs> and left his house in the middle of the night. He said something interesting, and that was the most interesting thing that happened in a while. Please tell me that story. Okay, so I went home with a guy who lives directly across the street from me, and, <laughs> and at around like four a.m., he said I got up and was like, I gotta leave. <laughs> He was like, why? And I was like, because I'm going across the fucking street. So then, Were they rolling on that? Were they like, this is great for yeah. the brunch and spot. And someone was like, blacker, blacker. <laughs> but I ended up leaving his house with no shirt on, just my bra, a cardigan, leggings, and socks. I left my phone, my purse, and my keys. And I got to my door, and I was like, I must have lost it all. I just forgot immediately that it was at his house. I could have gone across the street to get it. Back. But instead, I climbed a fence. (laughs) And and then I got into my garage, and I remember being like, I'll sleep in my car. But I didn't have my keys to get my car, and I locked my car because I'm a sane person when I'm sober. And uh, so I just sat and cried a little bit. And then I was like, onward and upward. So then I climbed another fence. I know, there were so many fences. Never did it occur to you, mid-fence perhaps, that you're like, I could go back to where this stuff is. No, but what did occur, I was like, I am so cold and I don't know why. It's because I wasn't wearing a shirt. (laughs) My whole thing is, I would love to see what that looked like. This woman, half-naked, climbing fences. (laughs) And I lost my wig at one point. You lost your what? My wig. I wear a wig sometimes. <laughs> you, your wig came off. Yes. And uh, I finally got to my, like, I thought you sliding. said wing, which I oh, thought was a part of a bra. I'm a bird. <laughs> Didn't you know black people could fly? <laughs> we don't fly. <laughs> but uh, my roommate found me trying to break our sliding glass door with a shovel. <laughs> No clothes on. Oh my god! And my dog was so scared he thought someone was breaking in, so he ran into his room and just immediately started peeing everywhere. That's a dog's solution to everything. Yeah, just start peeing. And my roommate was like, What are you doing? And he said, I said, Hey! We all make mistakes! <laughs> yeah, a round of applause for Nicole, everybody. Nicole Byer, you'll stay. Yes. You're so funny. Thank you. That was a real treat. Just move down one with the fellas there. And will you bring out uh, our last guest here? Oh, yes. Okay, it is Andy Hines. That's how you want me to do that, right? <laughs> yeah, please, please do it. Give me a nine. A nine? Okay. All right, everybody. Please welcome Andy Hines. Andy Hines. Hello, everybody. Hi, Pete. Hello, Andy. <laughs> Let's just let them adjust. To me. (laughs) There's a royal in the room now. (laughs) You do have that regal look. I look like a senator's nephew, is what I like to say. (laughs) Like all the presidents except the current president. (laughs) 
over oh, my face. See, I know, but it got racially tense. Yeah. So everyone's on high alert to that. be I'm like the sorbet of this. You know, like yeah. you were like bo- you were bothered by the racial uncomfort, and you were like, "Let's just get the blandest man in the world out here." <laughs> Is there a see-through man in the building? <laughs> Uh, will you tell <laughs> every time I see you, will you only say colonial man insane? Yeah. That's all we say. It's about a story when I went to a bed and breakfast and uh, I decided after one stay that they're not worth it. They're the worst things in the world. <laughs> it's a great way to pay $200 to feel like you're imposing <laughs> on a haunted house. That's exactly what it's like. You're like, hey, is that somebody's room? They're like, well, a little boy does float in the mirror at night. So, <laughs> guess he's got dibs. <laughs> and then, then the line, and you're then forgetting like, the line. Yeah, it's something like, do you want to go stay in a house in the woods that drove a colonial man insane? <laughs> There's Confederate blood all over. Um, they drove a colonial man insane. There's something about like when somebody's cadence gets in my brain, and that, and that cadence of that joke is. We did say uh, we also said tapatio a long time, but yeah, tapatio. I don't know if we want to do that. That bit might not work. Yeah, all right. Brew, uh, brew. Okay. Can, can you do oh, this? May be too inside, but you'll you'll get it. Sure. Can you just do me a favor and just go? I don't care. Who fucking care? Just do that for me. All right. I don't care. Kevin Brennan. <laughs> oh my god. Scary. He's a Bre- He's a lost Brennan. That's what they said to me at stand-up. They said you're just like a young Kevin Brennan, but we Seriously? have old Kevin Brennan, so if, you're not going I... to work here. So. We're good. It's scary. We're good. That is not scary. Yeah. I'm blown out of my. If I shut my also, eyes. Also, like, oh look at this. Now do McConaughey from True Detective. Yeah, yeah. I do That's what I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life is like a riddle. <laughs> I, can't, I was working on it. He talks from the back of his throat. He doesn't open his mouth. The world is just bullshit, man. <laughs> <laughs> yellow king, yellow arches. What's the difference? That's him walking into a McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but still eating. Exactly. Uh, well, how's it going, man? It's great. We can start just chatting. Just chatting up. Yeah. Well, the thing that's weird is that uh, the one thing that we were like, if you do the podcast again, is you just got divorced. Uh huh. And that's a topic that we talk about. Well, I'm not divorced technically, but I left the house. Uh, (laughs) So I hope she knows that we're getting a divorce. (laughs) But she's not like, he's been at the store for a while. (laughs) TJ's is like a mile away. It's been five months. That's not what happened. It sounds like you just walked out. I see a baby that's smoking. It's the old times. I did paint a Coco Pelly on her wall before I left. <laughs> a what? A Coco Pelly? It's like a Southwestern art character. It looks actually like something from True Detective. But she hates them, so I thought I'd make an entire Coco Pelly wall. Coco Pelly? Yeah, it looks like it's like it looks like a guy, like a like Jar Jar Binks, like at a musical festival, playing a pan flute is what it looks like. Because it sounds like a I mean, racial I that term was a, for a black That's not a baby. musical chupacabra. That's what I that was. Way off. That's the riff of the year. That's a fantastic riff. Thanks. I don't know. There's also some good drinking stories. We can either talk about your divorce, can, the divorce is or, fun. or your crippling alcoholism. <laughs> I also got molested, if we want to lighten it up. Uh, (laughs) Comedy comes in threes. (laughs) 
<laughs> the riff of the year just got trumped by the guy who won riff of the year. We're giving out riff of the year to, for 2015 already for that riff. Kanye comes up and takes his mic. <laughs> I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> I really think Thomas Middleditch had the riff of the year. <laughs> no, I, yeah, some serious stuff is going on. Divorce isn't that funny. but No, nah, but this one's funny. We were only married for seven months, so that's like a goofy <laughs> amount of time to be married. <laughs> she left me for a 23-year-old improviser. It's fine, you guys. Uh, Did she? Yeah. Sorry, I laughed so hard. I think that's funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. Why are you guys all awkward? It's so funny, right? I didn't know she left you for a 23-year-old improviser. Well, we were like, we're going to have an open relationship. And then she was like, but mine's going to only be with this guy from my improv class. <laughs> and mine was not going to be with anybody because nobody wants to have sex with like a hungry husband. <laughs> hey, my wife doesn't want to have sex with me. That's your bitch. I'm alone. That was what it was like at first, because when she said I could have an open, you know, when we agreed on it, I was like, I'm going to go get laid right now. And, you know, like the equivalent of like, I, was, I was announcing that the war had been ended. You know what I mean? I was like, I'm single. And like women were just hiding. Um, <laughs> well, that's a, that's a mouthful to be like, hello, I'm married, but I would like to have sex with you while my wife has sex with a 23-year-old improviser. Yeah, it was a bad idea. <laughs> Whenever you say it, it's like, oh, God, what were we thinking? <laughs> I think we thought we were kind of like Kevin Spacey and Wright Penn or whatever. Robin Penn. What? Robin Wright? Rebecca Romain Stamos? Uh, in House of Cards, they like, have an open relationship. Oh, really? Yeah. Never seen the House of Cards. Don't ever watch it. It'll ruin your marriage. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you got the idea. Yeah, I was like, this is going pretty well. Oh... <laughs> That's how I react. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. But now, you know, are you enjoying uh, your rebirth? It's great. It's the best. First of all, you might know this. When you get a divorce, everybody's okay with you kind of being a dirtbag for a couple months. Yep. Like, you can just smoke and drink and do whatever, and everybody's like, you're going through something. And you're like, yeah, I'm going through you something. You can cancel right. anything. Cancel anything. Yeah. I canceled gigs where I was like, I can't come out of the show. I got a divorce. Yeah. You called in divorce. <laughs> And it works. It completely works. But now you're seeing somebody and you're okay. And yeah, yeah. It's great. You seem like you're doing well. I mean, not just now, but I've run into you like I saw you on New Year's and you seemed happy as a clam. I feel like I lost like 130 pounds. <laughs> There's an improviser somewhere like, I gained 130 pounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, good for him. He'll, he'll have fun. Uh, <laughs> It's palpable. It's palpable. It's fine. I don't want people to... I, I hate that people get uncomfortable about it because I don't even think that they believe in, like, marriage that much, but for some reason they're, like, heartbroken. Like, a divorce. But then, you know... Everybody... Just be McConaughey and go, it only works for the kids. <laughs> it's a true detective reference. Oh, let me try it. <laughs> it only works for the kids. I can't do it. I'm yeah, sorry. It wasn't bad. You look so much like him. Yeah, see? People are helpful. I do look a lot like Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> People's Magazine's Sexiest Man of the Year. <laughs> and you don't booze it up. We were just backstage, and you gave me your drink tickets. Yeah, I don't booze it up. You've been sober for a long time, though. Yeah, but I have a secret, and how I do it is I get stoned every day. That's, like, my secret. So, it works. People are into that. Yeah. But, uh, 
I guess I was trying to set you up for a weird drinking story, but I don't know how to... Do you want to know? I've been arrested six times. Uh, is this the face of an arrested six times man? No. no, you're the face of the man I call from prison. I'm like, Andy will know what to do. I stopped playing golf. Uh, <laughs> a helicopter a ladder toss down. I have to go save Pete. Mark where my ball was. Um, and then I make my group wait. Well, save Pete. Uh, the best one ever was that I was at a... I was in Lake Tahoe, and I was drunk at a bar, and um, there was a black man drinking at the bar, and because I was stupid, and this is Lake Tahoe, I went up to him, and I said, I'm so excited to see a person of color. <laughs> Lake Tahoe is, like, the widest place in the world. It's so nice to see you. Because I'm from, like, a mixed part of Seattle. I, I was being sincere, but I was also very drunk and should not have been sincere or talked at all. <laughs> But then I left that party, and a guy called the guy at the party, or at the bar, he, he referred to him later at a party as the N-word. And so I punched him. I'm like a hero. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got kicked out of the party, uh, which was on the top of a mountain, and I was in a t-shirt and jeans, and there was seven, eight feet of snow on the ground. So I just started walking down the hill knocking on doors, hoping to get in so that I would not freeze to death for fighting a racist. <laughs> Wait, did that black man not come to your rescue? No, he, like, we, were at cool. a, we, were, we were at a bar. Uh, I didn't so, say... I feel like this is confusing. I did not say the N-word. I no. punched a guy for saying so the, the N-word. So the friendly Negro didn't come to the next He was party. at the bar. He comes back into play. Oh. <laughs> One of the houses I knocked on was a house under construction, so it did not have a door. I walked to the top floor, and then, like Mr. Magoo, I walked directly off the third floor into a powder puff, like, of snow. So I just went, poof. <laughs> and I got up, and I was like, <laughs> And then I, I got back up to the road... And when I got up to the road, I saw the cops because people had started calling the cops because a guy was banging on their door at three in the morning. This is so familiar. Yeah, I know. And when the cops, when the cops showed up, right when I saw the cops, I was so fucked up and cold, I just turned to them and I went like this. And then I woke up in Did the that get a laugh? From the cops? Yeah. It got handcuffs. <laughs> <laughs> but when I woke up in jail, uh, in the Truckee City Jail, um, who was my cellmate? The black man from the bar. What? Yeah. He'd been arrested for a DUI the night before. Totally. Uh, you guys hate this story so much. <laughs> I really thought that we were going to have like a moth moment. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, Andy, Andy please, please tell me you didn't say it's so good to see a black person. Because <laughs> that's riff of the year. It's riff a of the year. Ill. Thank you. <laughs> it's a problem we have as a society. Uh, that's great. <laughs> you accrued four riff of the year awards. It's truly a wonder to behold. How about a round of applause for Andy Hayden? That story. That's an incredible story. We should, uh, you know, do, do we have time? We, are we okay on time? 
Um, let's do the, the God part. We'll do the God thing. When I, you were telling your story, it made me wonder if you've uh, gone to a higher power sort of thing. I know we talked about this when you did the proper, but uh, where are you at with all that stuff today? Just like... Literally right now. Yoga and juice. Uh-huh. <laughs> and antidepressants. <laughs> I just moved to West Hollywood. That's my God. Uh, That's your trinity right there? My trinity is antidepressants, juice, and yoga. Okay. And pussy. Uh, <laughs> Nicole, where are you at? Do you, do you believe in something? With, uh, I don't know. I feel like there might be a God, but then I'm like, there is no God a lot of the time. Um, when you're hoisting over the second when fence? I'm, yeah, when I'm trying to hurdle this big body over a fence, there is no God. Uh, I thought a book you could write would be Climb That Fence. Climb like That Fence? Inspirational, like a lean-in type of book. Climb think- That Fence. My other friend said if I ever wrote a book, it should be all of my rock bottoms, because I've had so many. <laughs> like, there's more rocks. There's, yeah, so much more. Wait a second. <laughs> um, uh, maybe there's a god. I don't know. Not really. Not too worried about I'm it. I'm going to steal from you. Dicks are my god. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing that wrong. You didn't know it. No, that's not how you, that's not how you that's give a book. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No? Is that how you do it? No, that's wrong. Here, I'll give someone here a blowjob, and I'll, I'll show you what I really do. <laughs> oh, we all heard it hit the ground. I've never actually seen her, uh, an actual penis fall on the ground, but I know exactly what it would sound like. <laughs> like a baby's sock filled with sand. <laughs> That's a fun way to say you're flaccid. Like, I'm sorry, baby. I'm a baby sock full of sand. <laughs> it's funny, because I always say it's tube sock full of mud. <laughs> and I have that face. Uh, Maddie B., where, where are you at? Uh... uh yeah, I, I, I say thanks to something every day. Oh, you know, Papo. ah, but it's just you know, I put it, I put it this way. There was a uh, there was a, a, a terrible comic book when I was a kid called Long Shot, and this guy's whole power was he was lucky. That was his whole thing. Like if there was a kid on the train tracks and the trains coming, he would if he ran he'd catch it and save the kid. You know, uh, but only it was about purification of motive. Like if he went to Vegas, he would crap out. He would never win. He just right. like, it, but it was just about doing good shit. And I feel like as long as I'm trying to do, uh, you know, I mean, our, our whole job, we're so lucky, is just to take the steam out of people's lives. Like, to just let the steam out a little bit and let people be happy for a little bit. So it's like, as long as you're doing that, you're doing it for the right reasons. And I'm not like, yeah, I'm doing this to get all the pussy or to get, uh, like, like Andy is. Andy just wants so much pussy all the time. Um, no, or, or to get, so slapping him in the face. Oh, just getting beat up with hot gash. Uh, is this for TV? This is for TV, right? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He wants, an, he wants to get pummeled by axe wounds. What do you want me to say? I'll go, I'll go worse. Sunday came early. I'm going to be baby sock for months now. Sweet, tender vag. Better? Um, Somehow worse. Really? Possibly worse. Okay. Sweet, tender vag? Yeah. What is this, Outback? <laughs> Sweet tender badge. <laughs> Wood smoked. <laughs> All right. Um, 
Uh, as long as you're just doing it for the right reasons, I think you're, I think you're doing it. You're doing it right. Yeah, so there you go. Whatever, whatever. So that's, that, that would be my definition of, of, of knowing God, if that makes any sense. I love that, Papa. Thanks. Pussy. Yeah, there you go. Throw a little hot, what do you say? Hot, fresh. <laughs> hot, hot, tender. Bad. I didn't say any of that stuff. <laughs> Jim, uh, hot off us discussing your epiphany with Cosby and working clean <laughs> after all that bad drifting. <laughs> I, you and I have had some. <laughs> you and I have had some really great <laughs> cotton <laughs> vagina. <laughs> Jim, tell us about your experience. <laughs> a souvenir for a lucky fan. <laughs> Mine's rape. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> What do you think happens when we die? <laughs> what do I? What do I think happens? I, I was. I was just trying to ask. You can answer. I'll tell that. you this. I'll tell you this. I have no clue whatsoever. I don't think anyone will ever have a clue whatsoever. Um, if honestly, who knows? We can never fight it or debate it or prove it. I will say this. If we want to get heavy for a second, yeah, man. And I'll, I'll rely on some type of dick joke or a giant joke because it's got no funny ending. They'll find. We'll At find the end, we'll all, I need you guys to help. We'll all mime having. When diarrhea. my brother died, yes. I had a brother died, left three kids. I swear, my life. Now, some may say it was a dream or whatever, but when he died, uh, for like ten seconds, he popped, and that's the official. When someone appears in your life, you need that sound effect. Yeah. So he, everyone's like, this is too heavy. It'll be funny. So my brother, <laughs> my brother shows up and he's... Where as, are you? I'm at my sister's house uh, on, a, on a bed. Yeah. I just passed out. I was tired and fell asleep, exhausted. And right before he died, my mom came crying to me because it was her first husband's oldest son. And she said, oh, my God, Lefty, his father, came to me and said, I'm taking my son back. Don't be mad at me. I was like, ma, that's whatever. Then he died three days later. And when he died and I fell asleep for 10 seconds, we didn't, we didn't talk, but it was all like he said, listen, take care of my boys. And I could tell just by his face there was going to be some turmoil he said, please check in on them once in a while. Don't worry about mom. She has you. And the rest of the family's fine. And I went, holy shit. What, what about you? And he went, I'm super. And he kind of he went, I'm super. And he was gone. Now, you know, I don't know what that was. Dream, whatever. I wasn't asking for it. But when I saw that, that just blew my mind. And people say dreams or whatever, but I, I don't know. But when it comes... Yeah, it didn't feel like a dream. It felt. Oh God, no, hell no. Very I don't care what anyone says. I know what I experienced. And w- when it comes with God and all that, I'm not religious, but I, I do believe if you open yourself to that channel, there's something there where you will get answers. The product, God itself, spirituality, whatever. I think it's. How's <laughs> the devil going turn them off? <laughs> Immediately turn him off. He's fucking up my rhythm. Turn him down, you bastard. No, I see him right there. Yeah. Stop. 
Get that guy out of here. Yeah. Evil. With the horns. Yeah. The guy evil. with the goat legs. The guy with the, the pitchfork. The pitchfork. The red guy. The guy on fire. Obviously, um, he lives in Austin. That's right. But the the entity or whatever, the spirit, the energy could be there. Every messenger that tries absolutely sucks. And that's why, to me, religion, all that, because there's, at the end of the day, there's money involved. When there's no money involved, then I think you can tap into something, whatever, whether it's an energy of God or whatever. Sure. That's just, that, you know, <laughs> my own thing. You've, you've had a lot of those experiences. I yes. remember we were talking, I don't know if you want to share this, but you had that oh, yeah, whatever, man. who passed, and didn't he just have a sense they were going to die or something? Like, uh, do you remember that story? Yeah, uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, not, a, not a sense. You're, you're talking about... Um, there this was, was years ago. Yeah, refresh There was a girl, and um, we were best friends, and she encouraged me to do stand-up comedy. And I was, I was maybe 20 years old. She was 17, 18. And we had a dispute, something stupid. I need to get into it. But I just kept going... Make amends with her. God forbid you never see... Make amends with her. And then one night I came home, and I saw her in the breezeway. She was my neighbor. And um, this is the story you're talking about, right? Yes. And um, so when I pulled up, I saw her. It was late at night. I got out of the car, and I went to her house. I said, Kristen, I don't know what... I don't know what we're, what the beef is, but I miss you as a deep friend. And she said, I miss you too. And we talked, and we, we got so deep and all that jazz, and... She started telling me about all these things were like closures in her life. Oh, I saw someone asked me the prom. It was this kid I always fell in love with when I was on the beach today here in Florida, and he's from Boston, and now I get to go to the prom. And the thing, and I talked to my dad. I always had these problems with my dad, blah, blah, blah. And so all these people out of nowhere were kind of... Yes, and I was like, oh, my God, it's great, blah, blah. And she always liked me, like liked me more than just a friend. And that night, I had this urge. I, I know it sounds weird. Like, I, I wanted to kiss her, but instead of kissing her on the lips, I kissed her on the... I, I, I had this overwhelming, passionate feeling. I can't describe it. It was so powerful. And I just gave her a gentle kiss on the, fore, uh, on the forehead. With like, all right, maybe, maybe something will happen. And then, you know, next day, she got killed in a, in a car crash. So I never saw her again. But I just, what, what blew me away more, and that was, that was something that told me to go into stand-up, was at her funeral. There was two bizarre things. At her funeral, it was really depressing and all that jazz. And I went out to the parking lot. I was like, oh, fuck this, man. This is too depressing. Let's get out of here. And a couple friends were like, dude, what? this is bull. And I started just talking about how funny this whole situation was, and what she's possibly doing. And we started, everyone started laughing, and at one point I stopped, and I looked up, and there was a circle around me of like 15 deep, and they're going, keep going, keep going. And I had this overwhelming feeling of her just giggling, going, see, I told you, you should be a stand-up. You're, you're here doing this. So like, you know, coincidence, stuff like th- There's moments like that that just blow my mind. I'm not yeah. here to sell it. I'm not here to go, you need to read. I've never read the Bible. Uh, but, but you told me that your wife is kind of churchy. Oh, yeah. And, and well, that she, you'll say things and she'll say, that's something that's in the Bible. Yeah, like we'll hang out and talk and she'll say, 
You've never read the Bible because it said in Corinthians 48.11, everything you're saying right now, like, it's common sense. Common sense. If you just, you know. And my wife had a born-again streak, but uh, and the pendulum has evened out a bit. But yeah. yeah, it was, that was tough on a personal level because she got into Christian music, which is horrifying. <laughs> Horrifying. The devil's like, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> that shit's my jail. <laughs> she, and she get pissed at me. We'd be driving somewhere, and I'm making a face. I'm like, oh my god, Jesus! Don't say that. Like, this music's horrible. And she goes, can't you just listen to the message? I'm like, I am, but it's driving me into a tree. It's not working. This music sucks. I mean, I'm sorry, but there's only. So many songs you can hear, like, the Lord is great. I get it. I get it. I get it. One of the fundamental tenets of Christianity is suffering. I think we just... (laughs) I think we just... Five! 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 How about a round of applause for everybody? We got to get them to say... uh, We got to get everybody to say, keep it crispy. Jim, would you mind saying, keep it crispy? It's just how we wrap up the show. The guests say, keep it crispy. So we'll go down the line. You can say it as Joe Pesci. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Um, hey, man, keep it crispy. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, it's great. That's it. <laughs> so now I, can I get it back if, if, if I hear there? All right, go ahead. You do yours. <laughs> you just say it. Okay. You did. You nailed crispy, it. Crispy, man. Yeah, right. there it is. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll, go, I'll go announcer again. Okay. Keep it crispy. <laughs> Keep it crispy. That's an uppity Negro. <laughs> you do a great Oprah. Would you do it as Oprah? Uh, keep it crispy. <laughs> you get a crispy. You get a crispy. You get a crispy. Not you. <laughs> may, I, may I have another shot? Yes. Yes, please. <laughs> I want to do Richard Pryde. You got to keep the shit crispy. <laughs> Otherwise, fuck it! <laughs> what in the fuck? Fuck it! It was me! I want to some shit! <laughs> and I think we know, Andy, you gotta do it. Well, I mean, you do it however you want. Try it. <laughs> Keep it crispy. <laughs> That's the show, everybody! I'm gonna round of applause for all the guests here Nicole Byer, Andy Hayes, Matt Bronger, Jim Brewer. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you, Austin. We will see you again. If you want to say hi, I'll be out front. Thanks for coming, everybody. Good night. Now leaving Nerdist.com.